more than 200 accredited courses and more than 1,000 videos, the Police One Academy is a powerful online solution that provides department training programs with features that reduce time spent on records and policy management, credential tracking, and more. It is law enforcement training made simple and effective. For more information and to get a 30-day trial, visit www.policeoneacademy.com forward slash policing matters. Hello, and thank you for clicking, and thank you for listening to Policing Matters, the Police One Podcast. I'm Doug Wiley. Hey, this is Jim Dudley. Jim, I've got a, uh, a quick reader here to kick off this next segment for today. Uh, I'll begin. The year is 1983. A California Santa Barbara student named Mar- Marcy Nichols is stalked by an ex-boyfriend and brutally murdered. A week after Marcy was murdered... Her mother and brother are confronted by the accused murderer in a grocery store. They had no idea he had been released on bail. Dr. Henry Nichols, the brother, is the key backer and proponent of something called Marcy's Law. Um, And he notes that criminals have more than 20 individual rights spelled out in the U.S. Constitution, while surviving family members of murder victims have none. States like California, Illinois, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Ohio uh, are considering or already have passed laws and constitutional amendments to address this disparity. Marcy's Law, I believe, is being considered now in places like Ohio, right? Um, This really points to the fact that victims, generally speaking, have fewer rights than the offenders. Is that not true? Right, and that was one of the speaking points um, by the opponents of Marcy's Law uh, last November before the ballot. And since then, um, Ohio... Um, voters have voted in Marcy's Law by the widest margin in the last 25 years. Mm-hmm. So that's what the voters said. Yeah, we believe in victims' rights. You had the uh, the opponent advocates uh, for offenders' rights saying that it might give an unfair advantage of victims over offenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. So um, Ohio... I believe Kentucky just uh, voted it in. Still, there's only a handful, maybe a dozen states. Mm-hmm. California, since 2008, has had um, voted in Marcy's uh, card law. In 2008, police officers are required to give victims of violent crime a Marcy's card that, mm-hmm. in essence, outlines what their rights are. And their rights are not uh, phenomenally over and above the offenders. They're things like... Uh, that the victim should be treated with fairness and respect, that there should be protection from the defendant, that the victim safety considerations are considered in setting bail uh, and release, uh, prevention of disclosure of confidential information, uh, refusal to be interviewed by the defense, uh, on and on and on. I mean, if you look at them, they all make sense. And it, and it brings to mind recently... Um, a, a victim in San Francisco, we're a sanctuary city here. Uh, you had this unusual case where you had uh, both a uh, female victim, uh, a sexual assault victim, uh, was a, a, an undocumented immigrant, and the suspect was an undocumented immigrant. But it was the public defender, and I don't know how the judge let the public <clears throat> defender go on and grill the victim uh by accusing her of fabricating a story or not necessarily telling the whole truth because she wanted to hide behind uh, a visa 
that uh, she could obtain if she participated in the successful mm-hmm. prosecution of an undocumented um, immigrant. So I don't know how they got away with that one. But That's just flat out dirty pool. Dirty pool. And we, we stopped accusing uh, sexual assault victims long ago, I thought. But I think, it's, I think it's a good thing. I think more states should enact it. Uh, I think it would fly in the face of some of these ridiculous, ridiculous um, bail notions that mm-hmm. bail is unfair and that people should be let out wholesale because they're poor and can't afford bail. I don't believe in that strategy at all. If anything, I say raise the bail for wealthy people. But let's keep the people uh, in jail who need to be in jail. Uh, I'm sorry, even through the, the process of... Of going to trial. Yeah, I mean, in particular, I mean, this guy who was accused of murder, right, in in the case of, of Marcy Nicholas. And a week later, he's he's in a convenience store. This is a very same convenience store where the the family of the victim is going for whatever it is they're going for, milk and eggs and, and bread. That's astonishingly stupid to me. Right. It just seems completely counterintuitive. And, you know, another counterintuitive thing that we've heard about lately, um, actually over the course of years, is um, defense attorneys saying that um, the victim's families cannot testify at a... um, uh, at the sentencing hearings, you know, where there's an effort, oh, a right. big effort for, because right. it says, oh, it, it, it gives the, the the defendant an unfair, you know, disadvantage. Well, that's ridiculous. I mean, the, the jury and the judge need to hear the, the the impact statements of what they, what their actions did to a family or to a group of people right. that have to live in the aftermath. I mean, if a person is murdered, they're gone. They're, they're the victim, but the, the the real victims are the people who are going to miss that loved one for years and years and years until they're hopefully natural deaths. Sure, right? and and ironically, we I first heard about the idea of curbing victim statements at uh, sentencing hearings um, at the at the trial of the Olympic doctor right. who performed these uh, just horrific examinations on young uh, female athletes. And the fact that this 50-something-year-old uh, doctor under the guise of treatment uh, molested these uh, preteen, pre-adolescent girls, uh, now it's unfair for them to, to tell their side of the story and that it, it might influence the judge in sentencing. And you're talking, I would think, about the U.S. gymnastics team. Right, um, right. Guy, uh, Michigan State uh, professor and, and doctor. One of the things that... I found more than just a little amusing during the course of that um, sentencing er- uh, hearing was that uh, the one of the fathers asked the judge, hey, can I have five minutes with that guy, <laughs> right? right? <laughs> Would you give me one minute with that guy? And when, she, when the judge said, no, that's not how this works, he dives for him, right? right? I mean, that, he became everybody's hero that day. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's... it's important that the, the judicial system not exclude or re-victimize the families of the people who have been, um, the, you know, the unfortunate victims of a violent crime. And, right. and this is what it really does. It just re-traumatizes, um, in, in the case of bail, for example. You know, they're as free to walk the streets as I am, and I, my loved one, I'm just putting my loved one in the ground. It's, it, that's counterintuitive to yeah. me. It doesn't, doesn't, doesn't make sense. Now, that's not to say that there shouldn't be some rights for people who are accused of crimes, because you are considered innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. I get that. That's perfectly okay with me. But you can't re-victimize the victim's families. Right. 
And in, in death penalty cases, you'll have families who say they don't want the death penalty, that, that they just want to say something at sentencing. Right. Uh, I think there should be some mm-hmm. allowance given to victims, victims' families in cases where the victim's been killed, mm-hmm. um, and that their wishes should be heard and, and that they get some relief by making those those testimonies. Yeah. Um, we want to hear what's going on in your state. You know, we've mentioned some of the states that have a Marcy's law where you have a Marcy's card uh, or some manner of communicating um, to a victim or a victim's family what their rights are in, the, in under state law. Um, as we all know, there isn't any amendment to the United States Constitution, and there probably won't be anytime soon with regard to this type of an, an issue. Um, but it is state to state, and it might even be city to city. So send us an email at policingmatters at police1.com. That's policingmatters at police1.com. And let us know what you guys are doing. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>